0: Today on Rooted Daily, we ask how we can be enthusiastic through monotony. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're going to talk about how we can remain enthusiastic for God even when life becomes monotonous. And life has a tendency to do that. Over time, things stagnate. That's natural. Even when we get everything we ever wanted, eventually we get tired of it. I remember I used to bag candy around the holidays and I would do a few hundred bags, about a couple pounds of little chocolates and nuts and stuff each. And it always seemed like the best idea. Who wouldn't want to be around chocolate for days straight? Well, I can raise my hand to that question now. By the end of it, it was nauseating. I was so tired of it. Even though I like chocolate, eventually it became monotonous. And that happens with everything in life. And there's a temptation to let it happen in our faith too. We started out with a fire in our bones for God. We knocked down the doors of the church building on Sunday morning. We were in our Bibles every day. We were out helping people and sharing the gospel, and we had a powerful prayer life. But somewhere along the line, that faded. Now, you can't point to a specific moment when it happened. You didn't make a decision for that passion to go away. But one day, your faith became more like a chore than your overriding drive in life. And now it just seems To fade into the monotony of life. You are certainly not alone if you feel that you've reached that point of monotony. But Paul calls us out of it. He wrote to the Galatians, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do not grow weary of doing good. You know, what does Paul mean by that? If one week you taught Sunday school, that's your job until you die? No, that's not it. He, he talks about sowing to the Spirit in this passage. In the chapter before, he tells us what the fruit of the Spirit is, so that's probably closer to what he means. Don't grow weary of doing good, of bearing love and joy and peace than long suffering and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self control. After all, there is no law against such things, so we can always increase more and more in them. But I'll guarantee you, one day, You'll be tired of showing that fruit. There will be a day when you are sick and you are tired of striving for peace when everyone around you is picking fights. There will be a day when you don't see any point in being joyful. There will be a day when you just want to lose control. You want to sacrifice your self-control. But Paul says, stay strong. And he says to do that for a very important reason. There will be consequences if we don't. Paul writes in verse seven, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Or as Paul puts it in chapter five, when we give in to the works of the flesh, when we let those control our lives again, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. If you stop sowing to the spirit, you'll lose eternal life. Let that sink in. I think we often look at commands like these, and they're all throughout the the letters in the New Testament. And we think about them as useful tips. Yeah, it'd be good to love people, be good to show mercy and be joyful, and maybe we'll try to work on it. But Paul says here, this is a matter of life He's not just talking about how we become more holy or righteous or how we grow. He's talking about our salvation itself. Whether you go to heaven or hell hangs in the balance. Therefore, as Paul picks up in verse 9, do not grow weary of doing good. This is important, so don't get sucked into the trap of monotony. We should never forget the stakes at hand. Paul said to the Ephesians, and you he made alive. Who were once dead in trespasses and sins in which, in which you once walked, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. You know, before, I lived according to the flesh. I did some of the things Paul lists in Galatians 5 that are works of the flesh. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, uh, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. And because of that sin, I lost my right to inherit the kingdom of God. Through Christ, I was given that privilege back but I need to remember who I once was because Galatians 6 tells me that if I go back to living that way, I'll lose that inheritance again. To the Ephesians, Paul continues, but God, who was rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace You have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, We are, Paul says, surely not saved by works. But make no mistake, we are recreated to do them. Paul has, or excuse me, God has a plan for us to be saved and to come close to him again and then walk in the good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. When we stop walking that way, we go in the opposite direction of God's plan and we risk eternal life. And back in Galatians 6, Paul doesn't just stop at the negative consequences of If we do grow weary, he says there's a positive reason to remain enthusiastic as well. For, he says, in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You know, God, he blesses us abundantly. That's what we read there in Ephesians. And that blessing will culminate in what's to come, the return of his son. And that's why we can keep going and we can keep growing with him even when we are tempted to become weary. I think John put it best In his first epistle, uh, he says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. We don't practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth, it's not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He's just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, we cannot grow weary of doing good and still have fellowship with God. We can't walk in darkness and still claim to have fellowship with God. It just doesn't work. He wants our enthusiasm. He wants our faithfulness, even when things start to look monotonous. When we stop doing good, when we cave into the works of the flesh, We lose our fellowship with God. But don't mistake Paul's call here to mean we're expected or even able to do this on our own. As John said, if anyone claims to be without sin, they are lying. But the way we can still reap eternal life is by confessing that sin, by turning it over to God, by asking for forgiveness, and he can cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, what Paul told the Galatians is a message we still desperately need today. Do not grow weary because the stakes are life and death. But if we focus on keeping our enthusiasm, we will reap eternal life. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad that you did that with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.